There are many ways of defining ourselves, who we are, what we are, our meaning and purpose. So today I'm asking, who am I? On this journey of my 12-week challenge, me being in my sixth week, the middle week basically, um, there's a lot of contemplation going on. I'm asking myself all sorts of questions and uh, not always do I actually get practical work done, today being one of them. But one of the things that comes up is, you know, what is my identity? Who am I? How do I define myself? And there's many, many ways of doing that. I want to use uh, today's book, The Wisdom to Know the Difference, by Kelly G. Wilson, one of the originators of acceptance and commitment therapy. And in his book, he has this uh, Who Am I exercise. And I think it's a really good one. It just kind of puts a different perspective on things. We find that people kind of sometimes confuse who they are. And um, when they look at different aspects of their experiences, this might kind of emphasize that point of, you know, what what we are, who we are, and what, what we're doing. Um, some people, if you like, define themselves as their job. I'm a lawyer, I'm a doctor, I'm a psychologist, I'm a teacher, um, whatever. And sometimes when that job goes away or they change jobs, that can be quite traumatic for them. Um, some people confuse themselves uh, by their bodies. I'm a fat person, I'm a thin person, I'm a medium person, I'm a muscular person, I'm a beautiful person, I'm an ugly person, and so on and so forth. Um, basically, I'm an older person, I'm a younger person, right? Um, I'm a 50-year-old, I'm a 20-year-old. They define themselves according to their chronology, they define themselves according to their look, or maybe even their disability. Right? I'm, I'm a crippled person, I'm an ill person, I'm a depressed person, I'm a, a, an anxious person. And when that kind of disappears or changes, then sometimes it's like losing me, right? Well, if I was defined as that kind of person, well, who am I now that I'm not that? And sometimes I feel, working with my clients and even myself, sometimes Maybe I should hang on to some of these things because I find myself wanting to define myself if I'm not that, and that can be quite frightening sometimes. One of the things I found when I stopped smoking many years ago was, well, I wasn't a smoker anymore and I didn't have the actions that went with it. So I kind of felt really different at that time. And I think before that, I was kind of hanging on to that as that was actually part of my identity. And we can actually see that some of that can be really a big mistake um, when it's happening to somebody else. But when it's happening to us, we don't always detect it. In fact, sometimes we don't even see it at all. So there's thousands of different stories, uh, and this is mentioned in Kelly's book, that we sometimes tell in order to define us. And the problem is that these stories can become traps and 
we kind of end up living within that story that story of definition who we are and we really hold on to it tight and if anybody tries to even um you know speak against that story we can get really really defensive about it and sometimes we can be so blind that we don't even realize if it's doing us any harm so a little exercise is you know think of a time when you were child and maybe six or seven years old and if you have even a photograph have a look at it and describe the child's body you know how small it is and just you know just kind of give an idea while you as you look over or think about it what you know that person you in your childhood was like and try to picture yourself in that body and then think of yourself as a teenager you know, just kind of either look at a picture of that or imagine what it was like and just close your eyes and remember what it was like being a teenager. And then think of yourself when you were your peak fitness, healthiest self. Just close your eyes and recall what that was like. Maybe you have a time when you were very, very sick have a think about that and try to recall what that was like and just imagine back to what it was like when you were in an unhealthy state. We could also do this with emotions. Think of a time when you were very, very sad. Just picture yourself in your imagination at that moment, your saddest moment. Picture your face. See if you can see the sadness expressing itself in your eyes, in the way that you hold your body when you are very, very sad. Describe to yourself what you see. And now think of yourself when you were really, really, truly happy, full of joy. See if you can picture that, the way you held your face, the way that you held your body, the way that you moved, the way that your facial muscles were at that time. How did your voice sound when you were laughing, when you were fully joyful? Now let's have a look at thoughts. See if you can think of a belief you had when you were little that you no longer believe. Just understand, what were you thinking then when you believed whatever that was? A lot of us believe that our parents were like super uh, human beings. And then we found out eventually they were as human and vulnerable as we are. But at that time when we were our child, we believed that. Or maybe you believed in other things as a small child sometimes does. Think about sometimes the really, really serious thoughts you've had. Maybe about your health or your finances. Just let your eyes close for a minute. See if you can picture yourself in the middle of these really, really stressful thoughts. Think about the different domains and roles that you've had in your life. The, the role of being a child, a student maybe, certainly at school, a team member of some sort. Maybe you were the bully or you were bullied. Maybe you... Um, are a parent now, maybe you're a teacher, or a coach, or a spouse, or a partner, or maybe someone left you, or you were the one who left in a relationship. 
Just kind of bring that back to your thoughts. I want you to get a mirror. And I want you to look in that mirror. Look into your own eyes. And see if you can see in there that you that we're looking out of these eyes. Out of these eyes as a child, out of these eyes as a teenager, out of that sick body, that healthy body, that sad person, that happy, joyful person. See if you can let it sink in that there is a you that has been there the whole time. I'll leave you with that, that unchanging you that has been observing you the whole time. See you tomorrow. Dov Benyakov Kurtzman has embarked on a 12-week daily live challenge to disseminate a mixture of knowledge, combining his hand-picked golden nuggets from his personal library together with his decades of experience and learning. He is doing this as a committed action to service his values of contributing and helping others, using himself as the subject of this exercise. Despite his feelings of awkwardness, anxiousness and shame, which usually forms a barrier of uncomfortableness within, holding him back from accomplishing his goals. Dov Benyakov Kurtzman is an accomplished psychotherapist and clinical social worker with many years of learning and experience. And yet his self-disclosure of his vulnerability and openness is to demonstrate the human condition that we all experience from time to time. Disclaimer, the contents of this podcast, such as text, graphics, images, and other material contained on the podcast, are for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast.